listening to Muscles, Motherhood, and Motivation. I'm your host, Chloe Puff. I got to tell you before I start talking about this topic, I am currently in my office with a blanket over my head to increase the sound quality. So if that's any indicator on how crazy uh, mom life and working from home is at this current time, this is where we're at. So fingers crossed that there are minimal interruptions as I sit sweating under this blanket recording. So today I want to dive in to the concept of self-love, self-efficacy, shifting your perspective with self-worth. A lot of this ties directly into fitness because when I usually talk to a potential client for the first time, what I what I usually hear is this this desire for change, but this uncertainty on whether or not they'll be able to do it. And I myself struggle with the same thing, not necessarily with weight, but just in different elements of my life. This, you know, you almost feel like, well, I failed so many times before. How am I supposed to move past this? And how am I actually supposed to succeed? It can get really mentally tiring just continuing to try all the time and not reaching that goal. And so I want to I want to unpack that just a bit and how we can actually start accepting our potential and moving forward. So if you were watching my stories last week on my Instagram, Chloe Puff Training, I was talking about the fact that you cannot change without accepting this potential. This concept is called self-efficacy. It's, it's the belief in your ability to be able to, to accomplish something. So we have to push past the standard and be able to accept ourselves. The standard, I mean, it's different in every country, but for the most part, at least from what I've experienced as a woman, is that you need to have this, quote, perfect body. And when I say that, I feel like we all just had like a vision of somebody pop into our minds on what this standard beauty body is supposed to look like. No lumps, no bumps, real smooth, strong, tan. There's, there's all these elements that we can picture, whether it's our personal standard of like what our quote goal body would be, or if it's just society standard. Either way, having this standard in our minds when it comes to physical beauty is unreasonable. If we can't accept who we are, how do we expect to change? There's just a possibility that your body type just doesn't fit in with society's standards. So what do we do with that information? Do we just give up and say, well, I guess I'm not good enough? No, the whole goal here is to be able to just kind of say like F the standards and create your own and learn how to accept the body that you've been blessed with, even if it doesn't fit in to what society tells us are, quote, body goals. Time is going to pass regardless, so at least spend it taking care of yourself. If you are working out because you hate your body and you're working out for almost like punishment, it will be way harder to reach your goals and actually sustain those goals than if you're working out and eating right in order to honor your body. The whole goal when we are trying to change our physical appearance is to have a better mental connection with ourselves. We really just want to shift 
to get more out of ourselves and what our bodies can do versus just trying to change how it's shaped. What I want to what I want to drive in here is this. Serve your body well and it will serve you. If you are taking care of your body, you will teach it to do the things that you want to do. Shifting your perspective with your own self-worth can feel impossible at times, especially when we gauge our value on what we look on the outside. <clears throat> Shifting your perspective with your own self-worth can be really difficult, especially when we are gauging our self-worth based on what we look like on the outside and how we appear to the outside world, what others' impression is of us. You can change everything on the outside and still be absolutely unhappy with who you are and what you look like. <laughs> so even if you have the abs of your dreams, but you know your mental health is still suffering, you're not really going to be focused on the fact that you have a six pack anymore. You're just going to be focused on the fact that you are unhappy. Before you start your journey towards a healthier lifestyle, think about what are my intentions? Is it because you want to look different? Is it because you want to feel different or better? You want to gain confidence? And usually we think that the confidence comes from the outside. And in a way, yes, the way that you look and present yourself on the outside can affect your confidence. Now, I, I mean, I can't tell you, I feel super confident right now sitting here in my sweats with no bra, with my wet hair under <laughs> this blanket, but it's more learning how to be confident with who you are at the very core of your being. Looking better on the outside does not always equate to feeling better on the inside. They kind of work hand in hand. And that's why it's really important that while you are working on your health journey, your fitness journey, that at the same time that you are pushing your body to do more, do better, you also have to challenge your mind to do the same thing. Healing your mind is healing your body. It goes both ways. Think about it this way. If you're going to build a house, there is an order in which you have to do things. You can't paint the walls before the foundation is built. There's no way because, you know, even if you're able to get it to stand, it's not going to stay for very long. It's not going to be, that's not going to be sturdy. One little thing comes by and the whole house will crumble. So it's really important for us to be mentally strong. So when difficulty comes our way, we don't just crumble under the weight of life's problems. We have the tools that we need to be able to rise to the occasion and still believe in ourselves regardless of how hard of a hit we've taken. So just remember, while you're working on the external, also just be working on your heart. So ask yourself this, what do I believe about myself? What am I telling myself daily? What am I affirming into my own life? Is it, is it positive? Is it negative? And think, I, I'm, I'm someone who's guilty of this. The topic of like self-depreciating humor it's just only so funny before it actually becomes a part of our belief in ourselves. So like I can joke all I want about my postpartum body, but at the same time, I know my limit. If I continue to only joke and entertain, like let's use reels as an example or TikTok as an example. I share my struggles in a lighthearted way 
so that others can relate. Now you know my secret. Just kidding. (laughs) But if I am only talking about my struggles and not actually doing the work to embrace what I have, regardless of whether or not I love it, just to accept it, accepting my stretch marks, accepting my loose skin, accepting the fact that my boobs now hang down lower because I breastfed two children. It's only so funny until it's not, until it becomes a part of our belief system. I love my body. It's taken me a Here's the thing. I personally love my body. I am way more confident in the way that I look now after having two kids than I ever did in high school, when I was a professional dancer, when I was lifting heavy five days a week and eating a very restrictive meal plan and I was just like lean and strong, I still feel better now with all the lumps and bumps and jiggle and wiggle than I did when I was physically my smoothest and strongest because I am aware of how incredibly powerful I am. And it has taken me so long to learn this. In fact, my 30th birthday is in a couple days. It has taken me that long (laughs) to figure it out. It wasn't until my body was kind of borrowed by my children and changed so much that I realized how incredibly powerful our bodies are as women. The fact that we can change and still just like buck up and keep pushing, like that's crazy to me. And that's why I feel like, you know, God chose women to have babies and not men because they'd be like, what? How do, how do I handle this? Just imagine if the role was flipped. If you, if you were your child or if you don't have kids, let's just say this is a, a version, this is a younger version of you listening to current you as you are critiquing yourself so harshly. So for example, you're looking in the mirror, you're judging yourself, the disgust is on your face, and you're thinking, wow, I have so many wrinkles and rolls and cellulite. Think about how that child would take that information. That's basically teaching that child that it is okay to hate yourself, to be disgusted with yourself. What about like if you're taking a picture and you, and you look at the picture and your reaction is like, ew, I look crazy. Ew, I look ugly. Ew, I look so fat in this picture. Think about having your younger self listen to that or your child listen to that. That, I would not, I would never want my child to say any of those things about themselves. And so that is what stops me from commenting negatively about my appearance. The external version of you doesn't define your worth, but what does define you is how you speak about your external self. So speaking of external self, here's a big topic, accepting compliments. Raise your hand if you have problems accepting a compliment. Oh my gosh, when was the last time you just said thank you rather than rebuttaling where you actually downplay the compliment? So for example, if someone comes up to you and they're like, oh my gosh, your your makeup looks so pretty today. And your response is like, oh my God, I just slapped this on. I feel like a total slob. That's not really accepting the compliment. You're just like, thanks. I still feel like I look ugly. Instead, just try saying thank you. Thank you as a complete sentence, nothing else. Better yet, you could add things like, thanks, I was feeling extra glam today. And just kind of like, you know, joke around. Or say, thanks for noticing. I'm loving it too. You know, what, however you say it, and if you're not comfortable with that level of complimenting yourself, 
which is understandable because we got a lot of work to do, you know? At least just start with thank you and then pause, nothing else. <laughs> imagine if we're going back to the whole younger you concept, imagine that older you complimented younger you and you heard that sort of response, that lack of confidence and self-love. If you could say anything to younger you right now, what would you say? Would you say, you know, when you grow up, you're going to be fat and uh, you're going to have a lot of cellulite and you're going to be really insecure. So good luck. No, the goal is you would, I would hope that you would tell your younger self, you know what? You're going to grow up and you're going to look differently than you expected. And you are still worthy of love and attention and acceptance. The only thing that changes when we age truly is how we let society's opinions affect how we view ourselves. Try to imagine how you were as a kid, that childlike carefree younger you, when you're just like accepting compliments or you catch yourself judging yourself too harshly. Think about if I were younger me, how would I respond to that? Now, what about the other side of the coin? How do we deal with negativity that's thrown our way? Because let's be honest, the trolls are out and about and they're coming for us. <laughs> as a very openly body positive person, on my social media, I so often get hit with these like random trolls who decide they'd like to share their not so kind opinions with me. And one thing I've really had to learn over that time is that it's often an indicator of their insecurities and their issues rather than truth. Opinion does not equal fact. So someone else's opinion of you, we can either choose to accept that as truth or we can brush it off saying, well, that's not a fact. So I'm just going to take this as someone being insecure and putting their insecurities on me. So for example, their opinion, <laughs> I post a picture of my postpartum belly and they reply with something like, ew, you have stretch marks, please cover that up. No one wants to see that, which is actually a comment that I've gotten multiple times. And my response now is just, okay, and that's it. <laughs> that's the response. So you have several choices. If someone says something negative, you can either choose to ignore it and move on or engage and move on. Either way, whether or not you decide to respond, you still need to move on. And that's the hardest part because a lot of times people won't remember what they said to somebody else, but a lot of those things that are said to us, we remember forever. We hold on to those little moments, those little things. But just remember when you're putting yourself out there and people see you growing and thriving and, and discovering yourself, some people are just freaking energy vampires and we'll use that as an opportunity to try to take some of that openness and energy and vulnerability by bringing you down. I'm sure you've heard this phrase before, hurt people hurt people. To me, when people actually take the time to assert their negative opinion about my body on my page, I honestly just feel bad for them because you are so insecure with yourself that you feel the need to bring other people down. That must be a very low place to be. And so when I shift my perspective to understand that, then I can find gratitude in saying, you know what, I'm not perfect on the outside, but I'm fully accepting of who I am. And I'm so glad I'm not like that. I'm so glad that I'm not a troll. 
I'm so glad I don't have the need to bring others down. So if you ever get hit with negativity, one thing that I've done that's helpful is to set some affirmations, some truths to just kind of have on hand to help you ground yourself when you're feeling like your confidence has been shaken. Things like, I'm strong, I'm a hard worker, I'm allowed to grow at my own pace. Those, just having those things on hand and really truly diving deep into what you do love about yourself and reminding yourself of that when people decide to come for you in your comments for no reason whatsoever, it definitely helps kind of put things back into perspective. Let's talk about self-love. I think there is a big misconception with that phrase. Self-love is different than being self-obsessed. Loving yourself isn't being super happy about your body every day. It's not, it's not even being able to love every selfie that you take. It's not about feeling at all. It's about your actions. So let's put it into perspective this way. Imagine that you're in a long-term relationship, a marriage, whatever. If you base the success of your relationship on whether or not you feel butterflies every single time you see that person, you would not have a successful relationship. It's not about just the, the, the love, the warm fuzzies that you feel. A, a true successful relationship is going to be hard work. And it's a lot. Think about it this way. You have to live with yourself forever. You have to make compromises. You have to intentionally choose to express love. So if we're talking about this in a long-term relationship, we're thinking about things like making their favorite meal, being there when they need you. There are so many ways to express love. I don't know if you guys have read the um, Five Love Languages. I can't remember the author off the top of my head, but it's a great book. And it just kind of helps you understand how you receive love. Is it physical touch? Is it words of affirmation? Think of it this way. How you'd imagine you'd want your significant other to show up for you in your relationship is how you should show up for yourself. Let's say your love language is words of affirmation. Self-love would be affirming yourself, saying, you know, exactly what we just talked about. I am worthy. I'm strong. I'm capable. And just reminding yourself of those things. Or physical touch, even something that's kinetic. So taking, taking a bath and being extra careful with, you know, how, how you massage the soap into your skin, taking time to brush your hair, taking care of yourself physically. If gift giving is your love language, treating yourself to something just because you deserve it is completely okay. Like go get your nails done if you want. So you know what is self-love? It's acceptance. How do you expect to be with another person and accept their flaws but then you don't, you don't give yourself the same benefit. You deserve to give yourself that same grace as you would if you were in a long-term relationship with someone accepting their flaws and all. You deserve that same grace. You deserve to accept yourself flaws and all. You may not love it all. It may not all be your favorite, but it's a part of who you are. And learning to accept that is a huge step towards self-love. Accept your body. Honor it by treating it with what it needs. Food, water, sleep, care. You can still grow without punishment. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Being imperfect doesn't mean you're unworthy. It means that there is room for growth. 
don't resort to just hating yourself just because you're not where you want to be yet physically. It's hard to change your feelings if you don't change your actions. So I challenge you to think about some things that you can do to show yourself you're worthy of loving. So for example, going on a walk, trying a new recipe, taking an Epsom salt bath, dancing to your favorite song. Just commit to doing at least one thing on that list that you make each day. And if that feels too daunting, try once a week. Your actions become habits. Your habits will become your thoughts and your thoughts will become your belief. So if your actions currently do not align with who you want to be inside and out right now, it's time to shift. You deserve to believe that you are the amazing person that others believe that you are. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Muscles, Motherhood, and Motivation. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and to leave a review. And as always, be bold, be fit. Be fit.